devil in the details. <laughs> Hello and watch pop-up podcast from The Devil in Detail. I'm Rob Parkson and I'm here talking all things at Salford Red Devil. Salford Devils travel to St. Helens on Friday night. I spoke to assistant coach Danny Orr ahead of the game in the official press conference and this is what I had to say. <laughs> Coach's corner. Right, Danny, you okay? Hey, mate, you all right? Yeah, good. Uh, played very well uh, in defeat at Wigan. Do you think it was our best performance in defeat so far this season? Oh, um, I'd say it was, I'd say it's close. I don't think it's as best. No, I think the Castleford performance was probably the best. Hmm. Um, I thought we were good in that one. Um, but yeah, I think in patches, we, we, we were pretty good. We defended pretty tough at times. We did lay in some soft tries last week. Um, which was disappointing. Um, but overall, I think just the, the whole thing about it, going to Wigan, pushing them so close, game that we could have won. Um, yeah, we, 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 we're all right. But as I've just said, we need to be better, don't we? We're still lost. Yeah, Brody Croft and Chris Atkin linked up well in, in the halves. Uh, obviously, we don't know how long Max Knee's going to be out, but it's promising that them two are you know, linking up well. Yeah, they're both... Um, you know, experienced players, aren't they? So I thought Brody was outstanding last week. I thought he was probably potentially the best player on the field. Um, he caused Wigan, you know, so many problems with his running game. Um, and hopefully, you know, in, and that's he's been pretty consistent all years, Brody. Um, and he's getting better every single week. So if he can keep that going, he's, he's going to be one another player for us um, further down the line. So it's good. But it was good to see Chris out there as well. Was, he got the opportunity, obviously, Sneedy having a little bit of a, a knock. Um, so good, good for Chris to get some game time in the half because he's been playing hooker for us. Mm. Um, so yeah, good for him. And you know, obviously, that a little bit of a partnership that, that they've got going. They've trained again today, so um, hopefully that can continue and can blossom and they can play well. Yeah, you're coming to the end of a very tough four-game run. What have the coaching staff learned, and what have the players learned during this period about themselves? Um, what have I learned? Learned that every year that Easter is a tough period. Um, <laughs> right. It is, mate. It's just it, it's it's pretty tough. I think we we know that we've got a, a good group of lads here uh, who work hard for each other. Um, they're honest, and you know they keep turning up. Um, like I said, we haven't got the biggest of squads. Uh, we haven't got um, you know the nineteens and a lot of those boys who are coming through. You know they can you fill up the bottom end of your squad with. So it's been pretty tough. Um, but like I said, we we they're a good group of lads. Um, they stick together and they keep working hard. So while they be doing that, you know you, you've got you've got a chance. As a coach, how are, you, how are you sort of dealing with that sort of horror injury list that we've got so far, especially because obviously Ryan Browley and Elijah Taylor have been added to it this week? Yeah, it doesn't help, does it? You know, again, two experienced players, two two key players for us. Um, but again, you know, it's like it's saying that one door closes, another opens. So it gives Morgan another opportunity. Um, so, you know, Morgan, will come, he's back into the squad. He's, he's been missing for the first few weeks of the season. And obviously, we had a few middles out last week, so one of those boys will step in for Elijah. So it's an opportunity for those guys. So you see it as a look at it that way. It's a positive. Yeah, after such a you know hard work performance last week, how would you lift the lads again uh, for, for this week? I think they've already done it. To be fair, they've already spoke as a group. Um, you know, like I said, they're pretty, they're an honest group. Uh, they stick together. They work hard. You know, they win together and lose together. Um, so they've already done that. Um, so we'll, we'll see, hopefully, we, we, like I said before, we can get nail a performance uh, against a very, very good Saints team. And um, if we can do that, um, it kind of, well, the Wigan one, the, the Wigan loss will be forgotten about. 
Yeah, we haven't beaten St. Helens away in a lifetime. 42 years, in, in fact. 1980, we won 18-17. Um, obviously, it would be a historic moment if, if we do manage to, to take the to, to two points uh, on Friday. Well, I didn't know that. I weren't aware yeah. of that. Um, another team that I used to work at never won at Saints. Uh, won at Saints, so in it was about twenty six years. So yeah. top that one. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like it's a tough, tough place to go. It's a very, very tough place to go. They're a great team, great club. Um, they don't get any out of it really at the moment. So we're under no illusions. But um, like I said we've, we've got to face them at some point. So let's just go there, put in a performance, like I said, and um, get stuck into them and see see what it brings us. Brilliant. Cheers, Danny. Good luck. Yeah, mate, thank you. So that was Danny Art talking to myself ahead of the Set Helens clash on Friday night. I also spoke to Sulphur Devils ladies head coach Chris Bates after their historic first league win against uh, Warrington Lunars. The ladies now have a nines competition at Victoria Park, Warrington on Sunday. I spoke to him about that and the challenges that lay ahead in the future. And hopefully they'll be able to qualify for the final set of fixtures at the AJ Bell in a few weeks' time. So where's Chris Bates uh, talking about the nines competition on Sunday? <laughs> Coach's Corner. So we're joined by Salford Devers ladies coach Chris Bates. Chris, welcome to the show. No league game this week, uh, but you're involved in a nines uh, competition. Uh, tell us all about it. Yeah, um, it's so effectively all the Super League teams and then ten, uh, sorry, eight in, um, invitational teams invited down to play at um, Victoria Park in Warrington in a nines comp. Um, Delighted to be one of those teams that's been invited. Truth be told, we've you know not been on the on the scene all that long, but perhaps it speaks to the, the kind of impression we've made in the women's game that that we've been invited down. Um, so delighted to be a part of what's quite an interesting concept. I think nines is an interesting um, kind of thing that's come really out of Australia, gained some profile over there, and um, it just gives up players a chance to perhaps show a coach a different side of the game that you know if we've got someone marked down as a as a bit of a prop forward and the, you know it gives them a chance to to perhaps get out of that um style of play and try and show us something else about the game I think it, it absolutely gives a chance for us to get some some running in some of the players legs in a match situation um and I think all the super league teams and then and then the others all being there at the same time it'll, it'll just be a fantastic atmosphere and a nice thing for the for the girls to be involved in so yeah interesting times come sunday let's see let's see what comes have you got kind of a, an idea of your squad you're going to take to, to, to the competition obviously because different players will have different skill sets won't they and some will be more suited to nines and some won't yeah um, do you know we've had a, a really good conversation about this today as coaches so I think if you look across our team sheets we quite clearly want to go with a really structured team so our spine pretty much remains our spine we're not um, we're certainly not kind of up for tinkering and moving players about and making wholesale changes where we don't need to but uh a format like nines changes that not only because you've less players on the park, obviously, so you, you're going to have to play some players in in different positions. And equally, you know, a, a strong forward in nines is probably different to a strong forward in in the, the thirteen aside game. But you're going to have to rotate. So we're going to play quite a lot of games that are quite hard, that are quite intense, that are quite fast, that are quite demanding on players' bodies in a short space of time. It's a kind of a bit like a touch tournament. Um, so we're going to have to be prepared to play players in different positions. Um, so, yeah, um, have we got an idea of our strongest nine? No, absolutely not. 
spent six months trying to figure out our strongest 13. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but I think it'll give us, we're looking to just get as much as we can out of it from a player development point of view. So it'd be fantastic to go far and it'd be fantastic to test ourselves against some of those more established teams um, and, and, you know, teams with a, uh, you know, internationals and amongst the ranks and all the rest of it. Um, but I think first and foremost, we're, we're very much focused inwards. So we want to perhaps, we've been talking about players who might play in different positions, who might kind of get the chance to show us something a little bit different or just be exposed to a different part of the game. Mm. Um, we talked off air about, you know, Steph Gray slotting into fullback a little bit. We've been working on that in practice primarily because it'll make Steph a better centre to, to kind of have an appreciation of what the person that probably feeds the most ball does. Um, so we're probably coming at it from that point of view, really, rather than a um, a really competitive pick our strongest nine all the time, manage our way through it, and try and lift something. Um, our focus is clear. We want to be successful in the thirteen aside game, but it's a really good opportunity for the girls, and we want we want them to make the most of it. Yeah, and another competition to, to play. And obviously, you've got the League Cup, you've got the league, and then you've got this as well. You've got obviously an only limited, I suppose, squad. It's about sort of managing that that situation. Yeah, definitely. So the rules are we have to pick 15 per game, but we can right. take as many as we want on the day. Okay. So we, we'll use as many as are available. We'll, we'll get game time for those that, that probably need it. And um, yeah, let's um, let's see what comes. I, I've absolutely no idea what to expect, to be honest with you. Apart from flying down the wing and scoring tries from your devastating back line. Well, you'd like to think so, wouldn't you? Um, and then we ask our forwards to win one-on-one collisions. Well, yeah. But, you know, by the nature of the game, there's less players on the pitch, so less players to run at. So, yeah, we'd, you'd like to see the likes of Bentley and Darcy and YPS causing havoc, wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah, obviously, you're playing Warrington in, in this round. If you get through, you get to play at the AJ Bell. How much of a motivation is that? Yeah, massive, isn't it? Um, our home turf, and I'd like to think there'd be a number of Salford fans there as well, and, and, and that'd be fantastic. So, yeah, we... we, we you know, we really want to do well in it as much as we're clear on what we want to get out of it first and foremost to get to get through to that next round would be would be fantastic. Brilliant. Cheers, Chris, for joining us. Thanks very much. And uh, good luck on uh, on Sunday. Thank you. So that was Chris Bates talking to himself ahead of the Nines Festival at Victoria Park, Warrington on Sunday, the 1st of May. Get down there if you can to support the ladies. It's from 10.30 to 4pm. Salford play uh, at 1.30 against Alton Raidettes. 2.45 against Castle Tigers and 3.35pm against Huddersfield Giants. So good luck, ladies, uh, and hopefully you'll uh, get through to the next round and we'll be, all be able to watch her at the AJ Bell in a few weeks' time. So big thanks for tuning to this week's pop-up podcast from The Devil in the Detail. I'm Rob Parkinson. You can find us on Facebook, Devil in the Detail, SRD. You can find us on Twitter, at DITDSRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Radio Contact, Spotify and YouTube. See you soon.